am Alexander B. Stevens. This is the brand new up and coming podcast entitled, What is he thinking? The sometimes uncomfortable, sometimes politically incorrect, but always sincere and truthful podcast for the benefit of women from the perspective of men. You've got questions. I've got answers. 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 What's going on? The voice you are listening to is that of Alexander B. Stevens. The podcast you just pressed play on is the What Is He Thinking podcast. And this is episode number 17. I'd like to welcome you to the podcast that doesn't perpetrate a fraud or tell you comforting lies, but instead gives you productive and constructive truths to help benefit your life. I have a special treat for you today. Today, we're going to embark upon part four of the marriage series, and we're going to get knee deep into this subject of marriage. Today, I'm going to bring in a round table of four gentlemen who've been married for over 10 years apiece, and we're going to discuss marriage with them. So without any further ado, let's go. Welcome to the Married Men's Roundtable. Gentlemen, I would first like to start things off and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and away from your family to sit down with me and my audience and discuss marriage with us and give us a little insight that we might benefit from in the future. Let's start things off by going around the table and allowing everybody to introduce themselves and share with us a little bit about their background. Ray is Jay, 38 years old. I'm a father of three kids. Been married 14 years. Been with my been with her for about 18. Was currently a youth pastor. Uh, my wife, um, she was a nurse manager up at the hospital here locally. Um, that's about it. The basic father dad life. Father of three kids, three boys, three girls. The people want oh, to know ages. Two. What we got? Oh, my, excuse me, excuse me. Got uh, one boy, two girls. Uh, Raven, age 12. I got uh, Reyes Jr., age 10, and um, Riley, age 5. There we go. I appreciate it, Reyes J. Thank you for joining the roundtable. Gentleman number two, introduce yourself. Name's Carl. I uh, was born to a family of um, three kids. My parents, God bless, still together until um, today. Going on about 40, 43 years now. I moved to the States when I was 17 years old to a small town where I went to college, a uh, small private school. Uh, got to know some friends through these friends. Some years after college, I met our esteemed host, Alex, you know, who's been my, my buddy for about 13 years now. So yeah, um, a little bit about me, my education. I, like I said, went to college. I do have a um, postgraduate degree. Um, I've been working in my field for about 15 years now. Uh, I got a master's degree in my field, which is accounting. So God bless, I've used that um, that degree to you know further my career. I do have a family. I got two kids and a wife. Been with my wife, you know, we've been married about nine years now, but together totally, I'd say about 17 years. So we, we've gone the distance. Yeah, that's about my spiel about me. Good stuff. You said you had two kids. What, what were the ages? I've got a boy who is six and a girl who is three years old. 17 years with the same woman. That Whatever. is right. I yes, can sir. hardly imagine it, but hey, it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been it's been a journey, you know, um, but we've been on it together. 
That's what I like to hear. Thank you very much, Carl. Alonzo Owens, you have the floor. Let's see, 38 years old, electrical engineer, living in Houston, originally raised in North Dallas, currently married, two children, 10 year old, got a seven year old. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Three brothers, yeah, all doing pretty well, man. Whoa, that was short and sweet. All right, good stuff. Let's round it out with gentleman number four. Robert, tell us about yourself. Have a bachelor's degree. Up until three weeks ago, I've been an accountant. That has been my profession. That's not what I would have defined myself as, but recently had the opportunity to pursue some passions, one which will be selling some sneakers. I've always been into fashion, shoes, all that kind of stuff. All my friends who know me in a long time know that. So yeah, man, I got an opportunity to indulge in this sneaker craze that's going on right now and, and see how that'll treat me. So that'll be what I'm what I'm into going forward. Other than that, I'm a big family person. Now I got three kids. Me and my wife have been dating since 03. Got married in 2010. Father of three, a firstborn boy and two girls. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's funny how that works out. Yeah, I've got a six-year-old boy, three-year-old little girl, and another girl that's one and a half. Thank you, Robert. So before we get into the questions, I'm sure some of my audience members might be wondering, why should they listen to you? What gives you credibility to speak on marriage? If I were you, I would think that 14, 9, 13, and 11 years of marriage respectively would count for something. Cumulatively, we have almost 48 years of marriage, 10 kids, and about 70 years of monogamous relationships on this panel. I feel like that is credibility personified. That's about as good as you can expect from any group of four men born after 1980. Anyway, now let's get into it. Question number one, you can answer personally or you can try to answer for mankind in general. At what age do men go from dating for fun to dating seriously to find that one special someone? Reyes, start us off. If I had to put an age on it, I would say maybe into their 30s. I would notice a lot of my friends and a lot of men maybe want to get serious or they might be at the point in life where like, hey, I want to get serious now. Like, hey, I got the good job. I got the house. I got all that settled now. You know, it's time for a wife. So, you know, I'm finding most people like that, or, you know, pretty much established around, you know, early 30s going on to your later 30s. But I'm also finding that it really depends on just the maturity level of the man at that time. We're going to grow, we're going to mature, no matter how childish we might be at 24. <laughs> and I think women got to remember that. There's always going to be some immaturity in your man at those younger ages. He's going to grow out of it. For sure. So you said 30s. Are you talking like 31, 35, 38? If I had to get I probably would say about that 33 through like that 38. From what I've seen, just, uh, hey, guys, they got it together. They're ready for the wife. Or it was around that age where they reached a maturity level of being able to, hey, I might want a wife, you know? I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of running these streets. You know, that type of mentality. Makes sense. Makes sense. Carl, I typically tell women that the age that men go from dating for fun to dating for more than fun, actually something serious and real, is somewhere between 26 and 30. Would you yep. agree or disagree with that? I 100% agree. I was actually going to say um, about between 25, 27 is when it starts, where the guy's like, okay, you know, 
I think I figured out my life a bit. Now I can kind of complicate it a bit by bringing somebody else in. But I feel ready for that. But I think prior to that, at least in my experience, because, you know, I, like I said, I've been with my wife for a while, but it wasn't until I was about 25, 26, where I felt, okay, I have a job. I've been able to keep a job, thank God. So I think I can now um, feel like I can bring somebody else into my life. So I'm a bit more traditional in that sense where I feel that I should be able to take care of the person I asked to come share life with me financially as a primary kind of earner type role. I mean, that, that's not to say if somebody is dating, like say a doctor or engineer, female who makes more than them, that they should feel they have to find a way to make more than them. I think that's stupid. You know, I think, you know, if you're both a team, enjoy it together, you know, someone's going to spend that money. But I think, you know, for me, I wanted to make sure I was financially stable first before I could, you know, financially stable and also had a life that had kind of a cadence, right? You know, I had things going on. I had uh, responsibilities for, you know, whatever rent or car, I know that I had things under control. And so I felt it was time where, okay, I could bring somebody else in. Uh, that happened around 25, 26, but also at the same time too, I felt I was a bit more mature then. Cause even looking back and thinking about decisions I would have made just a year before that or two years earlier than that age range, I think something physically changed in my brain to become more mature around 25, 26. You said something physically changed in your brain. I tell people this as many chances as I can get that people seem not to realize this, but the brain doesn't finish developing until age 25. There we Front, go. Okay. The frontal <laughs> cortex, which is the part of the brain that basically allows you to be able to understand the consequences of your actions, to be able to kind of tell the future. Okay, if I make this choice, this is how my next year of life will be. If I make that yeah. choice, that's how, you know, that doesn't finish developing until 25, which is part of the reason high schoolers and college kids are morons because they're just <laughs> short term thinkers. But yeah, yeah. so 25, that, that's funny that you just brought that up. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Alonzo, what are your thoughts? I think uh, the age for someone who, who's serious and has their things together is probably right around between 29 and 31, I think. Yeah, they won't do it any sooner than that. I think, that, you know, their mid, early, mid, early, mid careers, understanding themselves. They've lived by themselves for quite a while, paid off bills. They're starting to get a little bit older. It, going to the gym is harder. Like, you know, life's just like, it's just not as automatic as it was when they were like just fresh out of school. You know what I mean, so I think it's probably like the ones who are serious, who do want that will probably, if they don't do it early, they'll do it probably early thirties, I think. Robert, chip in. Man, that's a tough one. Cause I committed to being in a relationship, a serious relationship pretty early. But I think the ideal or the age when a guy really starts to, to really start maturing, I think is kind of 27-ish to early 30s. I got married at 27, but I kind of feel like those are the prime years of you kind of learning yourself, learning your voice, who you are, what you mean in the workforce, all these kind of things that set your internal value. So yeah, I think that's kind of the ideal range to uh, really be settling down. but. In perfect world, you would be building with somebody along that way so you guys could grow together. So you could become that person who you're gonna be with, with the other person, kinda helps keep you in check. And I say that because when you get a little bit older and you have to combine households, it's kinda almost like you have to tame both people's egos. The older you get, the stronger that will is. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. I like to say when I'm giving advice to a woman, for her not to take any man under the age of 25 seriously. No man before the age of 25 is thinking about settling down or thinking about marriage. That's what I always say. Yeah, you're probably right. What I would say is before then, what you should take note of is how a person treats you. So if like he does screw up, the next time 
you know, does he take note of where he screws up? Is he apologetic? Does he look to make change? You know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of things that even before the guy may be looking to marry, uh, that's just like if he respects you or not. And if he knows that he hurt you and maybe it wasn't intentional, then he can say, oh, okay, well, I understand that now I, and I will adjust. Or is it something where like he keeps pulling the same moves over and over and over again? Well, then if he's pulling the same moves then you know the story. Okay, I like that. That makes sense. Let's move forward. Question number two, when a man has gotten to the point in his life where he's tired of casually dating, tired of girl to girl, tired of dating without any type of real objective, just seeing where things go. When he's gotten to the point where he's looking for a special someone to potentially marry and build a life with, what does he look for in a woman? What were you looking for in a woman when you got to that point of readiness and focus? Reyes, go first. Hey, you, did you ever hear if you want to see what your wife is going to look like to look at the mall? Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it's about 80% true. <laughs> but it's got to be beyond the physical thing. The thing between me and my wife, she's had my back through thick and thin, through everything. That loyalty means a lot to me, especially with the type of people I come in contact with and have to deal with throughout day in and day out. Just knowing that when I got home, what I got is real. So, I mean, that's big to, to me. So number one thing is that they're looking for a woman that's loyal and real. What, what else do men look for when they're looking to settle down? A woman that has her own goals, a woman that's headed somewhere, a woman that got things going on and going for herself. It necessarily doesn't have to be a, a go in college or getting a college degree, but she's trying to build a business or she's trying to get an idea off the ground. She's working a nonprofit idea. She's writing grants, just something going for herself, just working towards some type of purpose in her life. That's always attractive. That's what I was looking for. You got to also look at her mom's skills in the early beginning. If you're going to be making children with her, this is the person that you're asking to help you take care of these children. And I mean, I was looking at that, the future possibilities. What am I having faith in this person to become? What is that? You say mom skills. How does somebody look for a woman's mom skills? Like how she acts around other kids or nieces and nephews or, or what yeah, were you looking for? It's not just that. It's, it's a culmination of just a bunch of things. How does she act around other children? Does she want children? <laughs> how do her nieces and nephews, if she has those, or how do other children act around them? You know what I mean? Uh, then just basic stuff, you know, can you cook? You know, I know it might be a dying art, but can you cook? Can you, if I leave you at the home with the children for more than two days, you know, will the children still be alive when I get back? Will you still be alive when I get back? <laughs> will the house be just tore up on fire, or, you know? But then, you know, are they nurturers? Just what type of little stuff like that. Okay, I hear you. But don't Definitely. put it in looks, because I promise you that's going to change. And especially if you want your wife to have kids, her body's going to change. Just expect it. It's never going to go back to the way it was. For sure. It has to be deeper than looks. What say you, Carl? Oh, man. Yeah, so for me, I... <sighs> Like I said, it was more organic because, you know, we've been together for such a long time, but I definitely was looking for, I knew there was going to be a role change, right? I mean, like, you know, we're dating, it was, you know, we're still boyfriend and girlfriend type of thing. But I knew when we became hundred husband and wife, I mean, I, I kind of automatically thought in my brain that, okay, something would switch where I would automatically become more, <laughs> more like my dad or what I perceived, you know, the man of the house to be. And she'd become more of the, you know, what I perceived or I thought the woman of the house to be. But one thing I realized is we're still figuring it out. I think 
when I was a kid, my perception of adults and people who are married was that, okay, they, they have it all figured out. They know what to do. But what I've learned now is that, you know, no, I think they were just playing it by ear, just like we, we are right now. So the main things I was kind of looking for to answer your question were just to make sure she was really part of the team because we had never lived together. We never cohabitated before we got married. Definitely spent nights together and everything and hung out, but never had her stuff in the same place where I had my stuff. Her closet became our closet or my closet became our closet type of thing. So I wasn't really sure how that would be for me and my ways, her and her ways, how we, how we would change or start to really see each other. So what I was looking for was just making sure, okay, we're compatible on that front in terms of living together and how does she throw her towels on the floor uh, after she showers and, I, and that peeves me or the other way around, that type of thing. So the main thing I was looking for is just making that kind of compatibility. If I'm going to share my life with somebody, I want to make sure, okay, we are compatible there. And I wasn't looking for her career or what she was going to be doing because we already knew all that stuff. Just more about when we come together, can we live and then still like each other living in the same space? All right, I hear you. Let me ask that question more generally. Yeah. When a, when a man gets into his late 20s, yeah. One oh, of the okay. top things that he looks for in a woman that he actually when he's actually looking for a serious relationship. That's okay. More directly, I'll say somebody who and I'll I'll say this from from my experience with my friends right now who've asked the same question and are some of them are, aren't married yet and still looking, but also from just what I was looking for then as well. First of all, as one person who's not gonna be completely dependent on you, right? Nobody wants to feel like they are you're somebody's sole kind of financial, emotional source. I think you want somebody who has kind of their own life, but also has space for you to, to for you to be in their life in a way that makes you feel okay. That's a, the right proportion of you know of space I've been given. Other thing I'd say looking for as well is somebody who's also ready, right? You know, you don't want to to find somebody who still doesn't know who they are, the person who doesn't feel like they've had the right experiences before getting married and getting hitched. So you want somebody who is in the same space as you who wants to take things seriously as well at that at that point. I think women come to that, that point a little bit earlier than men do. So typically, depending on whatever age that is, that's usually not a problem. But I think that's important um, to the guy that the person's also on the same page about. You want to set, you know, get settled down, pursue that longer term relationship. I'll say if there's a third thing, just looking back, I think the only other thing is you want to know then if they're on the same page as you as to what the family should look like, right? Do they want to have one kid? Do they want to have no kids? Do they want to have a household full of kids? Do they want their mom to come live with you? That's episode. So there's many things that you want to make sure your family, your, your home looks like. Yep, definitely a lot of things to consider. Alonzo, give us your perspective. Man, definitely the physical, of course, but just how she, she carries herself, you know what I mean? And like compliments you, you know, like basically someone you could take to a work event and people next day be like, man, your spouse, I didn't realize your girl was so cool. You know what I mean? Like you really got you a good one. For people who you work with, who understand you and your personality in that setting and to meet your significant other and to let you know, tell you that you're lucky. That means that they, cause work people do evaluations, man. It's almost like this was her, like a, like your mid-year performance review that they're giving you on your spouse. How well people think about your spouse is how well they think about you, you know what I'm saying? To me. So that's a good, that's a, that's a good indicator. I definitely agree with that. Men judge other men by the type of women and the caliber of women they can get and that they claim. Robert, what's your answer to the question? Looks, personality. For me, I, it's funny that I, I held looks in such a high regard before I was married, less so now, 
but that's easy for me to say because my wife is very pretty. <laughs> but looks is something that's definitely, as we all know, will fade. But it's definitely the first thing that will that pulled you in to the person that you're looking to potentially be with. So it's definitely got to be high on the list. And it's definitely that there's got to be something there. Can't just not be attracted to the person you're you're into. So yeah, looks is high on the list. Personality, a lot of people say like common interests and stuff like that. For me, I don't think common interest is a, is a huge deal. I think personality is a little bit more important. I kind of feel like, you know, you don't really need to have a ton of common interests. Personally, I don't think you need to be like both being into the same things because you guys can explore the things you're into together. I can get into the stuff she's into. She can get to the stuff I'm into. So personality matters in a little bit more to me. Just your everyday demeanor, how you handle situations. If you're an easygoing person or if you're a high anxiety person or if you're just basically that right there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? chemistry there's got to be some level of of just chemistry between you and something unexplainable something that when you get around with the person they just kind of light up your day obviously i'm talking early on but for me personally that's something that has persisted in my relationship you know we just have good chemistry and i don't think that's something that can be really explained more than that we just got something that works good together and then like i said before those number four that core beliefs general outlook and gold if the husband if you're looking looking to have a family of six and your spouse wants to have a family of two and have a high career and you want a big career too then obviously you guys are gonna got a lot of talking to do if you don't figure that out beforehand you could have a lot of problems general outlook or goals yes yeah, that same thing just like what do you want out of a family what do you want out of a spouse how do you see the rest of your life? I used to always think that I wanted a strong woman because I wanted somebody who could raise a family. So I knew she had to be strong. I wanted somebody who could be independent in case something ever happened to me that she'd be able to handle the household and handle our family. I wanted somebody who was gonna nurture my kids because I knew that that was something I, I could potentially lack. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, a pretty A to B type of person, so kids are not A to B. So I knew I was going to need somebody who would help with their nurturing and their development in that area. I could see myself giving them the other things, but I knew that was something I definitely couldn't fulfill. So for me, I, I knew my wife was, I wanted her to be independent. I wanted her to be nurturing and I wanted her to believe in God and those kind of things. So as long as we were on the same page, which we were, you're good to go. Sounds like you wanted the very rare mixture of 1955 and 2021 in a girl. I know I did, and I just freaking lucked out, you know. <laughs> but also, I will say that I peeped it early, and I, I checked out of the game. And I had a lot of people that were, like, putting pressure on me to, like, what are you doing, man? Blah, blah, blah. So, and it wasn't easy. Obviously, it struggles, but worked out for the best. Hey, you know what side of the fence I was on with that? I was, I, was, I was putting pressure the opposite way. Yeah, you definitely were. I'm out here in these streets. I see what's out here. What are yeah, you doing, yeah. sir? Yeah, you were one of the people that uh, helped me realize that how special what I have is. So I appreciate that. No problem. No problem at all. Hashtag best man. Anyway, next question. So there is somewhat of a large disagreement, philosophical disagreement in the dating and relationship advice world. 
And that philosophical difference is, should people, more specifically women, wait until they are established in their careers and more developed and settled in their personality and just more of a finished product before they decide to get into a serious relationship or get married? Should they wait until their late 20s, mid 30s to take dating and marriage seriously? Or should they marry young and grow with someone? From the beginning of time until about 1990, typically people married young and grew together with each other. But more recently, our society is trending toward marriages happening later and later in life. Personally, I'm of the belief that, especially for women, it's good to marry young and grow together with someone as opposed to waiting for a finished product to try to marry. Because of the developmental bonding years that you miss out on when you don't start dating somebody and you don't start taking marriage or the idea of marriage seriously until you're 30. I feel like those developmental bonding years are the glue that helped our grandparents and our great grandparents stay together through thick and thin sickness and in health through those tough times. And because the majority of serious relationships in 2021 take place after the developmental stage of each individual has concluded, relationships do not last as long, marriages happen less often, and divorce is way more likely. But I'm sure everybody doesn't agree with my opinion. So, gentlemen, I would like to take the time out right now to ask you, what do you think about growing together versus marrying a finished product? Generally, what do you think is better? What do you think is smarter? And what are your general thoughts and ideas on the topic? Me, I always think it's better to go with the person early if they got great potential or you see something in them, something you believe in them. At that time, my wife was in nursing. She was in nursing school. I ain't talking about the latter part either. She was early in nursing school when we met. I mean, we didn't have no money. <laughs> We had two broke people together going through school, but we made the best of those times, you know what I mean? And then she stuck with that. It wasn't, uh, I need a, you know, I need all this right now. She understood where we were at, at that time. You know, it wasn't five-star meals every day. Sometimes it was the $5 fill up at KFC, but you know, no complaining. Hey, we're going, this is for now. It's going to get better. We had fun through it. We just enjoyed the time as we went through it. We knew it, it was always going to be like that. We were working our way up, stepping our way up. So, and that's always the big thing. Cause even though you see a finished product, you don't know how it was finished. You don't know how, if you, if you found a man that had a lot of money, you don't know how they got that money. You know mm. what I'm Facts. I so you don't know how that product was finished. And you know how something's finished if you're there in the early process while it was being made, huh? Y yeah. Carl? I think it depends on what stage of life you're in. You know, I mean, there's, you know, if I was single in my, you know, mid to late 30s, um, like I am right now, I'd be at the point where I'm not trying to really waste more time. You know, there's only so many more years I could be an active father who could run around with the little kids and, you know, go to the ball games. And you know, be be energetic. You know, enjoy some youth with my to-be spouse or mate. So I'd say, you know, definitely at this stage, I would be looking for somebody who checks as many boxes that I've kind of conjured together for the perfect mate. Versus when you do meet and you're younger, there's more time to kind of okay figure out okay, hey, does this person have the things I could settle down with for the rest of my life? I think the strategy of trying to determine or get the person who's a finished product, I think it all depends on if you feel yourself that you're a finished product. So what I mean is people who tend to feel that they've got their stuff together are more apt to try to find an equal or somebody who they think is deserving of, of them. I don't think that that's the right way to look at things, but I just think that's just the way people are. And so I won't be surprised if 
as people get up there in age or just a little bit older, more mature, they are trying to cut through the guessing game and trying to find people who check all the boxes. Okay, I hear you. That that makes some sense. I hadn't thought about it that way. Alonzo, chip in. Man, it just depends on the person, you know what I mean? It, it, there's some people who are level-headed, like to be grow with someone, like to struggle, like to build something, and, and it's just more satisfying for them. And then there's some people who want to enjoy everything, and whenever they jump into this thing, be exactly how they, they want it to be. The problem with that is that I think if, if you don't build with someone, I think you already kind of have some thoughts, and it's harder to like change behaviors for someone, right? If you didn't grow, if you didn't grow with someone, and I all of a sudden you're linking up with somebody who's as successful as you and and then they all move it y'all inside each other's space man so there's some habits that people have built and kept on for years that makes things very difficult whereas if you're a little bit younger and y'all growing together you kind of you see a lot of those things right you've seen it really unpolished right this is you've seen someone go from the intern to the ceo those are people who i think things work a little bit better because when things get hard they remember we came from bottom together you know what i mean it's not so easily you just can't throw those things away. You tend to be more able to work through your issues because you have that background and understanding with someone. So that's, to me, it's not it's something you just take lightly, right? So you're going to try to work it out. Oh, that's 100% facts. I definitely agree with that. But you just made a case for both answers. So I need you to make a choice. Which one is smarter? Which one is better? What do you think? It, it's tough to say, you know, times are changing, right? People's work schedules, people, things are just faster paced than they were back when I was leaving out of college. You got social media, people are just so more, much more connected that that's a hard question to answer. I can only speak for myself because the way I did it is from someone from college who I kind of had an idea of what they wanted to do that was similar to what I wanted to do. Generally nice person kind of know their background and how they carry themselves and it just worked out at the younger age but i can also see the flip side of it some people who want to do certain things that if they're with someone they can't do for their career right they can't go and get this master's at columbia while they found someone in dallas and then they have to break up or they want to take this job that's an incredible experience out of the country two three years and they come back it just depends i don't think that's a it, it, everybody's different you know what i mean and people just have to know themselves and try to find someone similar to them the only issue when you wait later your chances do get harder i think the chances of getting someone that doesn't have baggage from another relationship is harder children it's harder. You got to take those things. You have to start to compromise at a certain time period because 20 years, that's a lot of room for other, for experiences outside of you. You know what I mean? So you have to be ready to accept those things or not. And the fact remains that most men really are not ready, willing, and able to accept those things. So that can cause a problem. But hey, it is what it is. Robert, what's your opinion? What's better? Huh? What's better? That's a hard question. What worked for me personally and what makes sense for me personally is that I feel like you should grow together just because it makes the bond stronger. But at the same time, if somebody knows personally how themselves that they could do a finished product, but from the outside looking in, it's definitely time invested. It's something that's super important. It's almost like the things, you know, me and my wife have actually discussed this about my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law and one of our other friends, the stuff that they would get offended about in a relationship, and they're both in basically a marriage with a child, but they have a lot less time invested than me and my wife. 
So the things that they would need confirmation on, the things that they would need almost an ego stroke on are things that don't even enter the equation with me and my wife because the bond is already sealed. So these other, these little things that may arise in a relationship don't really get the time of day because we already know that that petty stuff don't really matter around here. So yeah, growing, growing together. Growing together, yep. Okay, since we just finished addressing the philosophical, strategical controversy as to whether it is better to marry young and grow with somebody or to get yourself fully together and then try to find a finished product who is also fully together and marry them later on in life. Since we've already addressed that, let's talk a little bit more about the actual decision that each one of you gentlemen made, which was to meet young, stay together and grow together. Each one of you found your eventual wife before the age of 22, stayed with them for four to seven years, married them between the age of 26 and 28, and are still living happily ever after. So tell me your thoughts on growing together with that special someone. What would you say to that, Reyes? Well, you definitely, you got to, like, not just you growing and maturing, but the relationship has to. Especially when you're staying with that person, you're seeing this person day and night, you're waking up with them. So in order for you not to get bored, the, the relationship is going to have to change. You just got to realize that we got married when I was 24. And that's still, I guess that would still be considered nowadays, that would be considered relatively young to be getting married. I'm starting to see marriages starting to happen in the early ages, 10 in your 30s and on to your later, shoot, your later 30s, early 40s. I'm starting to see that. And not just saying that, it is not an anomaly like when I first got married, like it's something that's becoming normal and not even frowned upon. I'm not, I don't want to say frowned upon, but something that used to be somebody, I have to be married before I'm 25 or have it together before then. Your relationship is going to have to mature because you're going to find out different things about that person. Stuff you didn't relatively know. And heck, it might be some stuff you learn about them that they didn't know about themselves. And you got to look at it as a journey. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yes, indeed. So Carl, tell us about your journey. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I mean, I think it's it's been great. You know, we've known each other since we were kids, basically, you know, our early 20s in college. That's where we met. You know, we, we, we know everything about each other. Just basically, you know, what makes us happy, what turns each other on or off. We definitely know what buttons to push. And I say, you know, she's been there for, you know, the entire journey with me. I've been on her journey with her. So, you know, she definitely did, did not meet a finished product. I did not meet a finished product. We just came together and just kind of grew together, you know, just learning, going through life, through early careers, through just, you know, dating, through, you know, marriage, through our ups and our downs, you know. So, yeah, I think it's been good. It's been a beautiful thing. You know, I was fortunate to meet um, somebody who would eventually become, you know, my, my wife, you know, my soulmate early. And that kind of took a lot of the guesswork out of my quote unquote, you know, later years. Took the guesswork out of your later years. Sounds like you're trying to steal some of my unreleased material, Carl, in a future episode, actually the last episode of the marriage series, you might hear something similar. Anyway, Robert, let's close off this topic with you delving a little bit deeper into the subject of growing together. I think that that's one thing that's pretty important to even realize is that the person you are when you go into a relationship is not the person that you'll be when it's at the end of it or if, if it doesn't end. But I guess you could say the same thing about a short-term relationship. If you shouldn't be the same person at the beginning and the end of it. But yeah, I would say I'm a, I'm always going to be me. 
but my wife has changed a lot of things about me. She's smoothed a lot of my rough edges. She's made me see things that I wouldn't have been able to see on my own. Just in how I treat other people, how I treat her. You always think that your view is the right view, but when you're like really in a relationship with somebody and you care about their opinion, and you care about their feelings, then you learn that, that you both have to change to be able to be in a relationship for the long term. Everybody's gonna have to change and everybody's gonna have to make some adjustments into who they are. Makes sense. You know how the saying goes, the only constant in life is change. I think we found a good intermission point for this first Married Men's Roundtable. We'll conclude the roundtable in the next episode. Before we end this episode, I would just like to recap and go over some of the key points and key answers that the gentlemen shared with us so far during our discussion. After we went around the room and allowed everybody to tell us about themselves, after I provided a little bit of background information, The first topic that we tackled was what age do men go from dating for fun to dating for real, dating to settle down. And pretty unanimously, everybody on the panel, including myself, agreed that late 20s, early to mid 30s, somewhere in that 27 to 35 range is when men start getting really serious about their romantic relationship. Next, we discuss what men look for once they are seriously dating. And of course, looks and personality were pretty close to the top of the list. A woman's nurturing slash mothering potential and ability was something that men look for, as well as her drive, whether it's career-wise or just her drive to become a better person and to constantly improve was something else that was discussed. Next, we move ahead to the subject matter of discussing the controversial topic on whether it is better to focus on your love life when you're young, find somebody with great potential, hit your wagon to them and grow together or try to get your career and your personal situation squared away and then try to find a finished product to marry somewhere in your mid to late 30s. Opinions varied on this topic as to which one was better because there are so many moving parts, variables, and things to consider, and everybody's unique. But in my opinion, all four of these men chose option one to meet somebody young that had great potential and to grow together with them, so actions speak louder than words. Lastly, we discussed growing together, and I had the married gentlemen talk about their experiences, ups and downs, and the intricacies of growing together with that same person over the years, and they touched on it in quite a unique and insightful way. They talked about how growing together deepens the bond that you have with your significant other, making you less likely to quit and more likely to work things out. They talk about really appreciating the loyalty their women has given them through thick and thin, good times and bad times, and how that has strengthened their bond. And also, it was discussed that you must be willing to change and adjust to, for, and with each other in order to maximize your relationship potential success. Well, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for part two, the conclusion of the Married Men's Roundtable, next week. Right. 
that should just about wrap things up. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And if you found any part of this episode helpful, thought-provoking, or intriguing, please share it with a friend. The more people I can help, the better I feel within. If you have any questions, any suggestions for new topics for me to discuss in the future, or if you need any clarification on anything I have spoken on, please just shoot me an email at whatishethinking at gmail.com. What is he thinking at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message via my Anchor website. All you need to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash what is he thinking forward slash message anchor.fm slash what is he thinking slash message go there leave me a couple words and if it's constructive i will definitely get back to you or keep your thoughts in mind when i record future podcasts and never forget i'm not here to tickle your ear my only goal is to tell you what you need to know i'm not here to offend I just want to see you win with men. Well, until we meet again.